Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with the Pew Podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion to see people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Really excited to have you here with us today. We're back out in the ministry center today because we just got done doing something really special and really exciting. Yes. Can't share all the details yet with you guys. Very, very it's soon, coming, though. Like, within the next yes. couple weeks. Okay, Literally. Guys? I know we keep saying that. Like, we have an exciting announcement. We have all these things coming, and you guys are probably like, okay, when is it going to happen? In yeah. the next couple weeks, it's coming. But for now, you just need to make it through this episode. Mm-hmm. And just bear with us for a week or two here. As Literally, we get probably not. Not even touches. that long. Like it is, go- it's coming very, very soon. Very soon. Y'all are probably like annoyed with me because I mean I've said this before. I get annoyed with people who are like, "Oh, yeah. I'm working on like a big project," and it's just like you've said that for like three months. It's not hard to figure out what it is, guys. No, I mean, honestly, at this point, we've given you so many clues that it's y'all really, already know. Yeah, probably. But we can't announce it officially until we have all the details worked out, yeah. which is coming soon. So, okay, guys, today we're talking about self-discipline. This Mm -hmm. is a huge passion of mine, something that I really enjoy talking about, and I feel like in the church, we don't talk about enough. We really shy away from this topic because it is a difficult one, and it's hard to kind of navigate because it's very, as I just said, it's self-discipline. Nobody Mm -hmm. can do it for you corporately as the church, we can keep each other accountable and we can do that stuff. But really it comes down to, do you want to live like Jesus did or not? You know, that, and you have to decide that it has Mm -hmm. to be your decision. And that's a hard thing to preach to people because they they don't want to do that. Let's just be real. Mm -hmm. And reality and in the American church today, we have a bunch of Christians who want to come to church. They want to show up like that and say, oh, I'm doing great and walk out the same way they came in. You know, nothing's changed in their heart um, and their soul and their mind. And they just go and live a normal week to them, which could include, you know, cussing somebody out. It could include being a jerk at work. It could include, hey, that right, (laughs) being a jerk at work. (laughs) It could include just not being caring or loving to the people around you at school. It could be you get involved in drama and gossip. Whatever it is, there are a lot of sins that we just look over in our everyday lives and we think, oh, well, nothing can happen there. The enemy isn't going to do anything with that. It's not hurting anyone. I've Mm -hmm. heard that so many times, I can't even tell you. And it gets to the point where, yes, the enemy does use that in huge huge ways. And it affects not only you, but it affects your family. It affects your friends. It affects the people in your church and people that you know. I mean, I I know we've talked about this before, but with Rocky's story, who would have ever thought, it's just such a great analogy yeah. that a guy in Texas that we knew in 2017 did ministry with for three months straight and then came back to our home in Ohio. Who would have thought that his choices in 2019, yeah. right? 2019 now would still be affecting us in 2020. Well, it's also a testament to you can be as religious as you want to be. And I genuinely believe that 
Rocky was spiritual and mm-hmm. that he loved Jesus and everything. But there yeah. is also a testament to how easy it is yes. when we neglect self-discipline, when mm-hmm. we neglect what is actually good for us and the effects that that can have on us, mm. not even just the people around us. But I mean, definitely it affects more people than we realize. Mm-hmm. And I think that has always been one of the most convicting things to me about sin in my own life is that this is not just affecting me. It yeah. is affecting so many other people and I'm the one that's responsible for that. Mm, that's good. Okay, let's focus on this one quote, guys. Yes. Oh, I'm excited for this, this episode. This is going to be a good one. Yeah. The quote is, the shortcut you're looking for is called discipline. Initial thoughts, Maddie. Uh, well, period. <laughs> Drop the <laughs> Amen. mic. Amen. Um, no, I think that is totally true. And it's also kind of convicting to me because I've been open about this on the podcast before. Very open. <laughs> but I am, I was not very good at Mm self-discipline. I am actually making a lot of improvements in 2023. And I think just in that, it has encouraged me a lot to be like, okay, you've been putting this off Mm. forever, the self-discipline aspect of your life. And now that you're actually doing it and you're putting it into practice, it's like so much more rewarding. Yeah. Well, some of it is hard. Yeah. Not all of it though. Mm -hmm. Definitely most of it is not as hard as I thought it would be. Mm -hmm. You know, I've committed to working out a lot more than I used to. I mean, a lot more, which honestly (laughs) doesn't take that much to work out a lot more than I used to because I hardly ever worked out. But there's a self-discipline that honestly, now that I've started doing it, it makes me feel better about myself. It makes me feel better about my productivity. It makes me feel better about where I'm going to be in three months from now, you know, and it makes me feel better about I'm actually going to see the fruit of this in my life. And it's not just the fruit is not going to come in guilt for Mm -hmm. not doing what I wanted to do. It's not going to come in the form of I've gotten fatter and I've gained more weight because, you know, I haven't been working out and I haven't been taking care of myself. I mean, that's just a very simple analogy. But spiritually, also, I've been working really hard on doing more Bible study, being committed to actually picking up my Bible the very first thing during the day Mm -hmm. and letting the Lord's voice be the very first voice that I hear before I look at social media, before I even talk to my family, before any of that because, you know, my family, they're bad influences, man. (laughs) We're toxic guys. (laughs) But that has also just changed so much about me. And when you start being self-disciplined, I do think it's important to point out that you have to do it with the right motives. Mm -hmm. And this is something that I have struggled with before because I'll be like, yes, I'm going to be self-disciplined. I'm going to work out. I'm going to read my Bible, whatever. But I'm going to read my Bible so that I am just reading it more than my friends are, more Mm. than these other people are, so that I can be better than them, so that it's a status thing. I'm going to work out more just so that I look better than most of the people that I'm hanging out with or just most of the people around me. I want to be set apart in that way physically. Those definitely aren't the right motives, and I have had to, you know, realign some of my priorities with that. But I think that when you start self-discipline and you say, okay, I'm going to take care of my body simply because it glorifies the Lord, because he has commanded me to do that. Mm -hmm. It is not an optional thing for me. And I'm going to read my Bible because that is also commanded of me, because this is also expected of me as a Christian, not only by the Lord, but by the people around me that I am trying to shepherd, that I'm trying to pour into, that I'm trying to disciple. This is expected. It's necessary. It's something that if I'm not in my Bible, why am I expecting them to be? Mm -hmm. And that's something that I've been convicted about a lot, because even in ministry, it's like, like, well, I'm doing ministry. 
Mm-hmm. I'm writing a blog post every week. I'm recording a podcast episode yeah. every week. I'm doing these things. So it's not like I'm completely neglecting the Lord. But let me tell you, it's a lot harder to write a blog post mm-hmm. that's genuinely good when you're not actually studying scripture, when you're not allowing the Lord to reveal new things to you. And so I think self-discipline is something that is commanded of us in scripture. And we like to neglect that because it's difficult and it's hard. But honestly, that is the shortcut that we're looking for. Because when you're not self-disciplined and you just do things every so often, how do you expect to see results from that? And you're going to feel guilty more often for not doing what you're supposed to be doing on an actual everyday basis. Mm -hmm. Instead of just putting in the hard work and dealing with the pain it takes to be self-disciplined. And honestly, you know, you're going to go through like a month of pain to have a lifetime of reward. Mm -hmm. And I think that this is a crucial lesson that we need to learn in Christianity. And I mean, how do we think that that Jesus remained sinless? Mm -hmm. Because he was fully God and fully man. So it's not like his deity let him remain sinless. He gave that up. He gave up his divinity that kept him from sin, kept him far away from sin, and got to experience humanity where we desire to sin. Mm -hmm. But how do you think that he avoided that? Self-discipline. It's very simple. And if we are truly following Jesus' example, then that means that self-discipline is going to be a huge part of our lives. Yeah. I agree. And just think about Jesus's life, especially as he's growing up in this Jewish culture where everything Mm -hmm. is oral, everything is passed down by word of mouth, by parents teaching and training their kids. He had gone through that. Mm -hmm. You know, Mary and Joseph had trained him in the scriptures. And that's how when he gets to the wilderness and he's tempted for 40 days Mm -hmm. by the devil, he's able to quote all of these scriptures back. He knows the truth. He's been trained in this. He's prepared himself for this. And that's one of the things that I think, especially just the very few years that Maddie and I have been doing ministry, we hear this all the time. Well, how do I do? How do I make this easier? How do I read my Bible? You know, how do I do this? And I get that it's difficult, but what people are lacking is the self-discipline. Like if I could just give them one piece of advice, it's cultivate Mm self-discipline. You have to do this or else reading your Bible is going to be hard every day. You're not going to want to do it. You're not going to feel like it because then everything is based upon feelings. What do I feel that day? How do I feel about my circumstances? How do I feel about my feelings? You know, all these different things get in the way because we're not self-disciplined. And that's something I know I've talked about it before, but last year I read the Bible in a year. I had to cultivate self-discipline mm-hmm. to make that happen. Yeah, It's one of the hardest things I think I've ever done. But kind of like you said earlier, it's one of the most rewarding things. And it yeah. has been one of the most rewarding things because I created that self-discipline. Mm-hmm. And I allowed the Lord to work on my heart through that. And even on the days where I didn't feel like it, I didn't want to. I didn't. I, I don't want to say I didn't have time because I always have time. But I didn't make time for it or whatever. I still did it anyway because I knew that I needed to and it is something that I wanted to do. So I think that if I could just say one thing, if you're struggling with Bible reading, if you're struggling with really having a genuine prayer time with the Lord Mm -hmm. and being real and honest with him, if you're struggling to connect with other believers, all these things in our spiritual walk that we're looking to make easier on ourselves, if we just really focus on self-discipline and allowing the Lord to make us holy as he is holy, Mm -hmm. so many of our problems and so many of our frustrations would disappear. I truly believe that because the Lord wants us to be in his word. He wants us to have this amazing prayer time with him where we can be genuine about how we're feeling and what's going on. He wants that with us. He wants that relationship with us. And when you start to do the things that he has commanded because you actually want to and your motives are right in that, it is one of the best 
feelings ever. It's one of the best things that you can ever do in your life because you're saying, Lord, you're the most important thing. You Mm -hmm. are the one and only thing that I need in this moment. And I'm going to choose you. And he honors that, guys. I truly Mm -hmm. believe that. He does reward obedience. And that's something that we just have to be willing to put the hard work into. Well, Hebrews 12, 11, actually, I was looking for verses regarding this topic and we saw this one and we were just like, mm-hmm, yes, that put one. that in there immediately. Hebrews 12, 11 says, for the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Mm-hmm. We all are looking for the shortcuts right. in life, but honestly, how much easier is it to just become self-disciplined rather than constantly looking for all of these little substitutes that are going to make you feel better for a little bit, make you feel like you're accomplishing something for a little bit, instead of just saying, I'm just going to do it the hard way, Mm -hmm. which is ultimately going to lead to peaceful fruit of righteousness. Mm -hmm. I love the way that that verse phrases that because that is something that sounds so desirable to me, you know, to be peaceful, to be righteous. Mm -hmm. And those are two of the things that I think as humans, we crave constantly. We want to be righteous. We want to have peace, Mm -hmm. but we can't do that by, you know, lounging around and looking at social media all day because that's about the last thing that's going to bring you peace. Mm -hmm. And it's about the last thing that's going to make you righteous. And so I think that when we truly devote the time to being self-disciplined, when we say, if it means I have to get up before work and read my Bible, then I'm going to. Mm -hmm. I just am. And I'm going to train my body to get used to this. And I'm going to make sacrifices to make that happen. And I think that as time goes on, you will have to make less and less sacrifices because you've realigned your priorities and you realize that those weren't sacrifices at all Mm -hmm. in the first place. You just had your priorities set up wrong. And that's something that the Lord has definitely been convicting me of this year. It's like, you have time to do all these things. You have time to improve your life. Mm -hmm. So why aren't you? Why are you living every day the same way you were living it last year and the year before that and the year before that? Why have you not made progress? And it's because I've been too lazy to be self-disciplined. It's Mm -hmm. because I'm not doing simple things like getting up earlier and reading my Bible. I'm not doing simple things like devoting an afternoon to spend with someone who I know needs to be poured into Mm -hmm. and who I know I'm supposed to be discipling, who I'm responsible for. Mm -hmm. It means sacrificing time like that. And it means just devoting your life entirely to what is good and true and beautiful. And I think those are the three things it comes down to. It doesn't come down to, well, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough friends to disciple. It comes down to looking for what is good, true, and beautiful in your life. And it will bring new friends into your life that need to be poured into. It will create more time in your schedule. I can't guarantee it will give you more money. But I think that once you begin to sacrifice and realign your priorities, that won't be one of them. Mm -hmm. And I think self-discipline is just such a powerful thing. And honestly, in our house, you know, self-discipline has been a big thing in our lives. A big thing. Big thing because our dad was in the military and so it's like discipline all over the place, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's hardwired into your brain. Yeah. And I mean, we just, we use military analogies like on an everyday basis and we were actually just spending the weekend with friends and stuff and dad was talking about some of the different things and one of the guys who was with us was just like, good grief, you use a lot of military analogies. I think that is very useful and y'all should go and watch like some motivational military videos or whatever if you want like a kickstart into getting self-discipline. Yeah. Go watch something by like Marcus Luttrell or, you know, go watch the make your bed video. That'll get you motivated. That will get, that will do the job. Yeah. Literally just look that up, like make your bed speech, motivational speech or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, that's something that obviously, actually, don't look that one up. Go listen to our podcast episode about that. (laughs) 
We're Why not. am I promoting someone else? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, you should go and watch the original video and then you should go and listen to our stuff about yeah, it. Right. Okay, really quickly. I think we've become well, – why I know we have. We've become so lazy in Christianity because the American church is not following the true gospel. Yeah. And so then, like you were saying about the sacrifices, you know, you start doing these things, you discipline yourself, you start realizing, oh, this is just what Jesus has commanded of me all along, and I've just been too lazy to do it. Mm -hmm. You start to realize, oh, those weren't really sacrifices in the first place because he deserves my best. He deserves mm -hmm. everything that I could ever give him, and that still wouldn't be enough for what he did for me on the cross and for the ultimate sacrifice that he yeah. paid on the cross for our sin and the the sinless perfect life all of this stuff like anything that i can give up or do away with or do more of whatever it is in your life that you're thinking of right now as we're talking about this topic you start to realize those aren't sacrifices we view these things as radical we view mm -hmm. these things as oh my goodness that is so hard how am i ever gonna yeah. do that how am i no when you start reading scripture it's like this is just biblical this mm -hmm. is biblical living. And since when have we gotten so far from that? We've gotten so far from the concept of just basic biblical living, simple biblical principles. Mm -hmm. We've gotten so far away from that that we think that quite literally going to church is enough. We think that just showing up for an hour on Sunday morning is a sacrifice. Lord, I gave you my morning. I gave you an hour, you know, whatever. That is nothing. Like if I can just be very bold and preach here for a second, that is nothing. That mm -hmm. is not a sacrifice. Yeah. And if you're looking at church or whatever it is right now as, oh my goodness, this is the ultimate sacrifice. Like, Lord, look at the time I'm giving you. Look at, you have a pride issue that that needs to be dealt with. Okay. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm being bold here. I know, but I think we need to start preaching this stuff again. No, you go to church because the Lord is worthy of your praise. He's worthy of your time. He's worthy of you trying to make an effort to get into the word mm -hmm. with other believers and be an encouragement and be challenged yourself. That is not a sacrifice. Yeah. That is something that the Lord deserves. You should be giving him joyfully. When it comes to discipling someone, we're all called to make disciples. Yeah. That is a command. You're not just asked to. That's not just something that, oh, hey, if you'd like to later this week, if, if you get to it, you know. No, this is supposed to be in your routine, part of your schedule. This is a priority this week. And if something else doesn't happen because I disciple that person, so be it because that's the priority. That person deserves my time. Like these different things, I'm just I'm just trying to think through very practical daily yeah. things that we all think, oh my goodness, I can't possibly do that because I don't have enough time. If you don't have enough time to do that, then you're wasting your time. Let's just think about this for a minute. If you don't have enough time to disciple someone, if you don't have enough time to get to church, if you don't have enough time to read your Bible, if you don't have enough time to spend 15 minutes at least with the Lord each day, then you're too busy. You're wasting that time that mm -hmm. the Lord has given you. And this is something that I brought up in Bible study a couple weeks ago is that our time is not our own. Scripture tells us this over and over again. The Son of Man is coming at an hour that no one will expect. And we don't know when that is. So we need to be ready. We need to be prepared. We need to be the servants who are taking the talents that he's given us and the different things that he, the gifts and, and all of this stuff, we need to be using it wisely mm -hmm. and we need to be turning a profit on it. And I feel like so many Christians today are just like, oh, well, that's too much. That's, I... That's a very lazy way of looking at life. That's mm -hmm. a very lazy, Christian, Americanized gospel that we need to do away with because it's not biblical and it's not what we're called to.
I think all of us definitely, like you were saying, we look at the things in Christianity and scripture as negotiable yes. as the Lord is asking us to do these things. But if we don't want to, if we don't have time to, it's not you a don't big have deal. To. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I won't kill anybody today. That should be pretty easy <laughs> for some of us, but I'm not supposed to covet. Well, that's, mm. uh, that's a little more difficult. I don't, I don't know if I can do that, yeah. you know? And the Lord is, I hate people who say the Lord is never going to give you something to go through that you're not going to be able to handle because he will, mm-hmm. because he will expect you to rely on him in that. And yeah. that entails not being able to do it on your own, mm-hmm. but he never commands you to do something that you cannot do. Yep especially when you're relying on him. Mm -hmm. And I think this is the one thing that we really need to wrap our minds around because we act like all of this stuff, like Lily was saying, we act like it's impossible Mm -hmm. and we're just never going to be able to do it. Well, first off, you're wasting your life. And secondly, you can do it. You're just being lazy and you're not committing the actual time that you should be to serving the Lord and doing what you're called to be as a Christian. And honestly, I have started to really just become frustrated with the way that so many people want to claim to be Christians and then they act like yet nothing that is expected of actual Christians is expected of them. Hmm. Where did we get this ideology? Where did we come up with this doctrine? This doesn't apply to me. Yeah, just (laughs) other Christians. Yeah. And it's like, okay, if it applies to Christians, if it's in scripture and yet you think it doesn't apply to you, then like where's the disconnect here? Mm Mm-hmm. Are you a Christian or are you not? That's basically what you need to decide. And if you are, then where's the self-discipline at? Why aren't you working on that? Why aren't you cultivating that? And that's something, you know, I have been convicted of this a lot. Mm -hmm. And I am definitely the type of person who would rather lounge around looking at social media or writing my own stuff and, you know, doing these different things that do not necessarily glorify the Lord constantly. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that the Lord is going to call you to sacrifice everything that you find joy in, but I think he's going to call you to sacrifice the things that you think think bring joy Hmm. because I think that once we begin to sacrifice once we begin to cultivate self-discipline in our lives and once we see that okay I just sacrificed this but honestly I feel more rewarded Mm -hmm. now than I did when I was doing whatever that was that you sacrificed I think that when we start to do those things we start to sacrifice we start with the self-discipline we're going to realize that those things did not actually bring us joy we were just addicted to them Mm. we thought they did because everyone else was doing it because we thought it was a status thing And I think that that's one of the beautiful things about the gospel is that our lives may look entirely different from everyone else, but that does not mean we will be finding any less satisfaction in life. If anything, Mm -hmm. it means that we will be finding more. And I think that that is one of the best things about Christianity because that's the way that the Lord intended it to be. Mm -hmm. He didn't intend us to be self-disciplined, to go through the pain of being Mm self-disciplined and then never experience any kind of reward be dissatisfied with our lives, be completely miserable. He did not expect that. But once we go through that pain, once we actually become self-disciplined, I think that we will start to experience a lot more joy in the right kinds of things, which will ultimately be genuine joy. Mm -hmm. Because right now we are just settling for the counterfeit stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is what's hurting us a lot more than anything else. Yeah. I'm taking a college class on holiness right now. It's the theology of holiness. And I must say it's one of my favorite classes thus far. And I had to write a paper about basically Christians thinking that holiness is impossible. We can't be holy. There's Mm -hmm. no way we're going to be sinful for the rest of our lives. Like there's no way we can get 
rid of the sin thing. There's nothing we can do. And and yeah, that's right. There is nothing we can do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but holiness is indeed possible because of what Christ has done for us. And that's the point that I made in the paper is that we can be holy as he is holy, as scripture tells us, mm-hmm. only because of what Christ has done, only because he went to the cross, died in order to pay the price for our sin. Like there is, there is no sin that he has not paid for mm-hmm. in full. So we can be holy because he is holy. He imparts his own holiness, his perfectness onto us because he covers us with his blood and he has made us whole. He's transformed us. Mm -hmm. And my point in the paper was, well, if we can't be holy, then what is the point of Jesus coming? What is the point of the cross? Mm -hmm. Why did Jesus go to all this trouble if he doesn't wish to completely transform us? There is no point to the cross. There is no point to his perfect sinless life. The whole of scripture, in fact, is fluff, I guess, because there's no point in it. Mm -hmm. Jesus just came and died for no reason. Okay, great. You know, so that we could go on and live in sin as we did before he came. This makes no sense, right? And I just love that Christ has done this for us, and that's now how we get to live holy lives unto him. It is our offering back to him, and I just love that we have the opportunity to do that. Could we ever repay him for what he's done? Absolutely not, but I should Mm -hmm. want to try to because of what he's done, because of the price that he paid for my sin, and I just feel like self-discipline is a part of this, and the Holy Spirit enables us to do that. I want to make sure that we hit that point. It's not just you and your own willpower trying to be like, okay, I'm going to live for Christ today. I'm going to do the right thing. I'm not Mm going to cuss this person out. I'm not going to be a jerk at work, you know, whatever. (laughs) Um, I'm not going to do these things. Listen, you can't do that in your own willpower. That is impossible right there. That's impossible. Mm -hmm. But with the help of Christ and the Holy Spirit within you, if you've been transformed by him, then this is how we should live. And this is just the normal Christian life. I think the one thing that I want to leave us all with is it is no one else's fault that we are not self-disciplined. Mm. Because I can often, I know, it's convicting. <laughs> convicting me Everybody right now. Went, Maybe I should just Ugh. jump out of this. Yeah. <laughs> because I can definitely find myself doing that. Like, well, other people don't allow me to have enough time to be self-disciplined. Other yeah. people. She likes that one. <laughs> are the reason that I can't do this stuff. And sometimes, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. Whenever we talk about self-discipline, I always think, of the Rocky quote in the very last Rocky movie um, (laughs) where he says, stop saying you're not where you want to be because of him or her or Mm -hmm. anybody because cowards do that Mm -hmm. and that's not you. And that is always something that I go back to. That's one of the most motivational quotes, you know, Mm -hmm. from that Rocky movie. That's something that I always go back to when I'm trying to be self-disciplined though because it is no one else's fault that we are not where we want to be in our relationship with Jesus, Mm -hmm. in our lives in general. But especially in our relationship with Jesus, I think this is a big downfall for mm-hmm. Christians is that we blame everyone else. We yeah. say, well, my pastor isn't preaching the right sermons that are convicting me mm-hmm. and that are making me want to change. So, like, I'm not motivated to, you know, be self-disciplined. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I don't have enough friends around me who are keeping me accountable. Now, I'm not saying that it's a lot easier when you have friends keeping you accountable sure. for different things. It definitely is because you know that you're going to have to answer for some of the things that you do to someone who is actually standing right in front of you. But ultimately, why are you not more convicted by the fact that you're going to have to stand before God, mm-hmm. the person who gave you the time that you're wasting, and you're going to have to tell him why you wasted it? And what are you going to say? Mm-hmm. There's no excuse that you could offer that's good enough to say, I wasted my time because of this. Yeah. I wasted my time because of this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I wasn't self-disciplined because other people wouldn't let me be. 
Right. That is such a sorry excuse. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it does genuinely convict me more than it maybe even convicts the rest of you because that is like, I can't even imagine standing before God and mm -hmm. saying, well, I couldn't do what you wanted me to do because other people wouldn't let me. Because Jesus definitely let that stop him right, exactly. from, you know, remaining perfect. Mm -hmm. Like, well, the devil tempted me. What else did you expect me to do? Yeah. Like, the Pharisees were so hard on me. <laughs> we are such big babies yeah. in the American church today. Mm -hmm. And we want to act like it's everyone else's fault. Mm -hmm. But that's what cowards do. And we are genuinely being cowards. Mm -hmm. And that is definitely not what I want to be remembered for. Yeah. So I think that self discipline mainly is important because Jesus was self-disciplined. And mm -hmm. if we want to truly follow Jesus' example, it's not just love everybody, get along with everybody. It's be self-disciplined. Go through the pain it takes to be self-disciplined mm -hmm. and genuinely live like him. I'm so tired of all of us saying, I want to follow Jesus' example. I want to be like Jesus. Mm -hmm. And then we don't actually put in the time it takes, put in the self-discipline it takes to actually be like him. And it's all for the purpose of becoming more Christ-like. Mm -hmm. It's not for our own gain. It's not for our own happiness. It's not any of that. It's for the purpose of becoming more like Christ in our everyday lives so that souls can be one, so that the kingdom can grow and we can be a part of that and glorify mm -hmm. the Lord. That's the point in all of this. We're not cowards. Like, don't identify as a coward. Okay, guys? That's Literally. not okay. That's not yeah. That's not who you are. You are a son or a daughter of the Most High God. And this is how we're supposed to live. We're supposed mm -hmm. to live unto Him. And we're supposed to become more Christ-like in our everyday lives. And I think that that's ultimately, that's what makes the self-discipline actually worth it. Yes. Because you look at all these people, you look at these people who are putting in all that time to work out, to be buffed, mm -hmm. to be shredded, you know, and they look great. They're making a bunch of money because they're documenting it on YouTube or yeah. on Instagram or whatever. But are they genuinely feeling the progress in their actual soul? Are they mm -hmm. feeling progress? Are they genuinely satisfied with what they're doing? And I think that ultimately the answer is no. Yeah. For most people, the answer is no, unless we are doing it for the glory of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And that is also what makes self-discipline a lot easier, mm -hmm. especially when you're keeping in mind, like, think of what Jesus did for us. Yes. I can be a little bit more self-disciplined. Yeah. Me too. I can be a little more self-disciplined today. I can be even more self-disciplined tomorrow and even more self-disciplined the next day. Mm -hmm. It's a journey. You have to have that growth mindset. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, I think that when we are only motivated by the fact that Jesus went through so much more self-discipline than we could ever even begin to imagine, that should be our main motivator. And that should be the reason why we improve ourselves, why we improve our lives, and why we strive to be better people every day. Yes. Okay, so we hope that this episode was enjoyable, that it motivated you, that it <laughs> enjoyable? inspired you. I don't know. Everybody's Maybe it convicted you. In pain right now. Yeah. <laughs> we basically, yeah, we're all cowards. And you just went through a little bit of a beating. Sorry, guys. Yeah, it's okay. We did too, um, though. Yeah, you needed that. <laughs> we're teaching you to rely on the Lord more. Okay, we're going to wrap this episode up in prayer, so please pray with us. Dear Lord, I just thank you for this day and I thank you for this episode and I thank you for the opportunity that you've given Lily and I to just sit down and talk a little bit about self-discipline and some of the different things that we've been thinking about recently. And I pray that you would help each and every one of us this week to be motivated by your sacrifice for us, that we would be constantly thinking about the ways that you have sacrificed for us in dying on the cross and in remaining sinless. I pray that you would just help all of us to become more self-disciplined, help all of us to glorify you more in our everyday lives, and uh, just help that be a testament to the people around us that you are the ultimate satisfaction in our lives. And I pray that you would just help all of us to be more and more like you. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Amen. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, but also be sure to follow us on Instagram because we will be announcing a lot of different things there. Mm -hmm. You'll see our announcement there probably first. I think that's where we're yeah. going to announce it first. So be sure to follow us on there so that you stay up to date with all those fun things. Obviously, we will be announcing here on the podcast as well as the blog, but you'll probably see that announcement and those different things going on on our Instagram and Facebook pages first. So be sure to follow us there and be sure to leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts helps the show so very much and we'll talk to y'all next Monday. Bye guys.